Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are drinking one of Mark's voyage beers, I believe, right? Yeah, so I recently made a short trip out to Ohio to surprise my mom for her 70th birthday. Happy birthday, Linda. And while I was out there, I was staying with my brother, and the day before the party, he took us around to a couple of the local places. So we started off at Brew 32, which is the beer that we drank a little while ago when he came out here. Yep, that episode is uh, in the archives, so dig back, go find it. Yeah, check, check the show notes for this. It's one. a really nice it. place. So if you find yourself in Western Pennsylvania, slash Eastern Ohio, definitely go check it out. Uh, but after we left there, we headed over to this place called Crooked Tongue, which uh, is relatively new. I think two years old. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but it's the you know love child of uh, Cody Green who started homebrewing back in 2008, and okay. like so many other people, his hobby grew into a little bit more and you know, ended up opening up a brew pub in Edinburgh. Edinburgh, there we go. Pennsylvania. And uh, it's a, a pretty cool. It's a little brew pub, so they've got some pretty tasting uh, menu items to choose from. Uh, we did not actually partake in much other than the uh, soft pretzels with various accoutrement dipping sauces. Yes, I, that is that. I know you have a uh, well, first of all, excellent word. Second of all, I know you have a, a penchant for uh, dipping sauces with uh, soft pretzels. Well, yeah, plus soft pretzels are one of the few things that I'm like, I know my daughter will eat this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, the logo that they have on the uh, side of the bottles, like their artwork itself is interesting, but the uh, their logo. It's kind of a cool looking uh, like line drawing of this uh, face with a big pink tongue hanging out of it. It looks like somewhere between a, uh, I don't know, like a hieroglyph and a, uh, you know, like a insane clown posse logo. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Kiss meets insane clown posse. There you go. So uh, picture that in your mind hole, and then uh, go go look that up and just <laughs> yeah. see how, see if we were right or not. But um, this first beer that we got from them is a uh, it's cool looking. It's got the uh, like a colored water label on it it's called Wappy jammer india pale ale that's aged in gin barrels correct sir so, wow so it's 6.8 percent alcohol and uh you know we we've been sniffing and some of us have been tasting i haven't tasted yeah. yet but we've been tasting this and it is uh, a it's beautiful aroma on it yeah the aroma is def is um there's a sweetness to it. It's uh, Justin. I think you said honey and orange. Yeah. And I think that's that's pretty spot on there. But I get there's definitely notes as well. It's which uh, is probably from the gin. You know what my um my wife's been on like a kick of getting those little fruit cups. Oh, and like the dull fruit cups. The dull things. fruit cups and the mandarin orange. Like that's what this is. Like hmm. stick your nose in there. It's those little packages of mandarin orange. Like that's it's hitting it exactly to me. The lacing on the glass is killer. I'm swirling it around, and it just, like, hangs out. Yeah, and it's got Good a... Good thing re- I give you a tulip glass there, buddy. Yeah. Otherwise, you just, you'd just slash that all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and the color is a really nice honey color. Yes, it is. Um, now, as far as taste goes... I took a little sip, and uh, if you handed this to me, there's zero chance I would I would choose IPA for the style. I, I get almost, you know, I almost no hot bite on it. 
but it uh it, it's very malty and um and, yeah and the i don't know taste too i don't know how much time it's spent in the barrel right so but i'm sure some of the hop character was lost during that rest but mm. is rounded out really nicely uh, well i mean gin as far as the spirit goes is usually a pretty can be a f- very floral spirit anyway um it can be it's like vodka is neutral and then you start flavoring it and you add what is it what is it you gotta add it has juniper, to have right? juniper yeah yeah then it magically becomes gin everything else is optional right <laughs> but um but yeah i think it's really definitely to me it seems pretty clearly to be a a hop floralness because you get that bite a little bit in the beginning of the sip but then it's just it's not juicy like new england ipas tend to come across but there's definitely a fruit almost like a fruit juice kind of feel to it yeah there definitely is it uh it's it mouthfeel on it is really nice too it's very silky yeah i get uh you know going back to i know it's not new england ipa territory but i do get like a fruity astringency mm-hmm. on my tongue yeah a little like zesty yeah um i mean i don't i don't think you guys ever partook in the terrible beverage that is the the brass monkey oh no i haven't no i watched you drink several of them though oh yeah all right well so for those that aren't familiar it's it's uh it's hurricane malt liquor and orange juice (laughs) um and this is like a super classy taste of that like it's a it's very similar in kind in flavor to this aren't it's kind of orangey and beer like and okay i can drink this and you know and i would drink 40 or 80 ounces of that at a time <laughs> yes well those are your only really op- real options as right. far as increments go um i i in fact i recall a specific evening where you went on like an hour and a half long quest to find a convenience store that was open that had the proper sized orange juice containers yeah i mean because i wasn't because i was proper because i didn't want to sp- i it was one of those things like in college it was easy to get because they had like the little eight ounce containers of orange juice yeah at the dining hall so you just took an extra one home with you and then it was the perfect amount to go in there so you ended up getting like 32 ounces of beer and eight ounces of orange juice and it was a perfect mix and i was i was dumb and on a mission and i just needed to solve this problem <laughs> but that's besides the point this is way more better than that ever was and i'm gonna go off and start this one and I'm going to go with a bomber on this. This is really tasty, and it's refreshing, and it's not what I would consider IPA a lot, and I want to keep drinking these. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. It definitely would never even come to me that it was an IPA. Um, it's no no hop to begin with. And, of course, I mean, you know, who knows – how the uh, the impetus for it was, but maybe it was an IPA they weren't 100% happy with, and they threw it in a gin barrel, and it came out awesome. No, that's like a thing that's yeah starting. Yeah, because I've heard of other people aging IPAs in gin barrels. That's funny. I was at Costco today looking at their beer selection, which, by the way, has immensely grown. <laughs> They've actually had an island of beer now instead of just an end cap. Oh, all right. They uh, Elysium has a uh, I forgot the name of the beer itself, but there was a, a barrel aged IPA because it was in a really cool bottle, and I was looking to buy it. And when I saw a barrel aged IPA, I I put it away. I put it away. back. Yeah, I saw IPA, and I'm like, no way. And uh, no way, Jose. <laughs> 
and I'm gonna uh, maybe I'll go back and grab it. I think it was like seven dollars for a bomber, so it's worth it for seven dollars. Yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, seriously. I've spent my, my my justification for a lot of things is always I've spent more on crappier. Oh yeah, like you know, like if I sit there and go something see something and be like, you know what? I've spent ten dollars or twenty dollars at a clip on doing something really stupid, and it sucked. And so why shouldn't I spend $5 or $7 on something that could be pretty good? Every time I've uh, looked at a, a potential, like, you know, I say investment, I don't necessarily mean stock, but, you know, honestly, not even kidding, I, I invested in a porn once. It's a funny story that I'll never tell. But uh, we, uh, I looked at it, I'm like... You know I'm, it's going to come out at some point now. Yeah. I lost, uh, I'm like, I lost more money in, cra- in a roll of craps. So I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with this one. Yeah, why not? Could be worse. <laughs> For the record, I had the same results. So... There you go. <laughs> crapped out huh thanks cinemax so <laughs> seriously <laughs> not kidding no you've told me the story yeah so uh i'm gonna i'll, I'll continue our uh braiding here which is what i meant to do when yeah, i first get, started get it back on the rails yeah a little you know get right back on the tracks here uh i'm also gonna go bomber i think that's the, the right amount i think i could easily drink a bomber that in one sitting uh i'm gonna go ahead and make it the hat trick here hooray it uh, i i you know, we've only got a 12-ounce bottle, but I agree. I think a bomber is the, the right size for that. It'd uh, be very good, I think, with, uh, you know, a later meal. Yeah, I mean, it's... I I would definitely pair that with a meal. I think that'd go great. Yeah, and it also doesn't taste as, you know... I don't get almost 7% alcohol drinking that. When it warmed up, I mean, we, we poured it a little bit before we started recording. Yeah. I definitely started to get a little bit of the alcohol heat, like a tiny bit. It's only 6.8, so you're not going to get, like, this crazy heat. Right. That also, it could have been another thing, but I, I'm pretty sure that's what I was, like, getting. But, again, it had warmed up fairly considerably, so you wouldn't really drink it that way to begin with. So yeah, I don't think I don't think I would last. I mean, if it was poured out in a pint glass for me with dinner, I don't think it would last that long that I have to worry about it getting warm. No, no, <laughs> not really. But... I'm very happy with that. I was I was a little skeptical looking at it to begin with. So yeah, I know. I surprise. I kind of felt like I was rolling the dice getting the IPA, right? Uh, but these were the three bottles that they had available, and okay. I figured I was better off doing that than hoping a growl would hold up for a, a week or so. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Tough. That's but always a tough ask. I'm, uh, you know, I'm pleasantly happy with it. It was very tasty. So let's see if the second one matches up with it. This is Ivan the Great. It's an sour barrel aged imperial stout. Which, so we're thinking like tar to darkness, basically. So it's uh, it's definitely black. I'm not 100% if it's a sour beer or... If it was just put in a barrel that was soured. Yeah, or like it could have been like a, a sour mash whiskey that was in there. I'm not 100% sure. It's, yeah. This one comes in at twelve point seven percent. Yeah, we're gonna we're starting to, to upgrade here wow. into uh, crunk territory. <laughs> so the uh, it is black as night. Yep, and, and uh, it smells tremendous. Yeah, there's oh a, yeah, there's a strong this, this alcohol warmth <laughs> scent to it. This that, smells like bourbon. <laughs> this this smells like I'm getting fucked up. Like this is. <laughs> um, oh man, it smells so good though. It really does. I could I I have a barely perceptible sense of smell, and this is super powerful for me. I'm getting tingles on the back of my neck. This, ooh. Oh, this is this killer. This is really good. Oh, wow. I would almost say it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the heft to say Imperial Stout to me. I would probably call it more of an Imperial Porter. 
because I don't get that ro- I don't get a huge roast flavor out of it. But there's that little bit of sour yeah. in there that it goes it, really well with the alcohol warmth. Yeah, that keeps it keeps it chill. It doesn't warm you up. It doesn't really hit you like oh man, it's been hanging out in bourbon barrels for a year. You know? Yeah, you, but you get that at first, and then it just kind of rolls into a little hint of tartness. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like, like I mentioned, Tart of Darkness from the brewery, which you know Mark has made a clone of, which is great. I love that that yeah. beer. The Tart of Darkness is one of my favorite beers ever. Yeah, yeah I think that, we all love that it. one has a lot more roast character in it than this one does, and a more pronounced um, tartness. Too, that's exactly what I was going to say. This tartness. one is that's okay. That don't, that. That, don't be <laughs> totally fine. We, I knew we were all thinking the same yeah. thing. It's uh, um, this one has a much more much more of like a give and take with the um, with the stout. And with the base beer and the tartness, the tart of darkness, it was way more powerful from the tart side because I mean that was sort of the point. Yeah. yeah, and you definitely knew it was a dark, dark beer. This one, you get that dark beer flavor, and then it cleans off with the tartness. This is amazing. It almost comes off like um, a t- um, it's it's there's raisins in there. I'm picking up that raisin yeah. scent yeah. that flavor to it. Um. I'm trying to somehow explain tart raisin flavor without just saying like that's wine, idiot. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like it's got almost it does a, have a red wine quality. Yeah, yeah like almost like kind of red wine, like a red wine, not quite port, but a, a little bit of a red wine that raisin. It's really that raisin flavor. Like if you had yeah. raisins and you let them just hang out and they soured a little bit, this is what it would taste like. I think. Oh, yeah. No, it it's. It's damn delicious. This is really good. Um, I can't think. I can't think of any other way that I would want to describe it or change it. You know, and I think the only thing that's going to make it better is as it warms up, you might get some more of those raisin notes, and um, you know, maybe a few, a little more depth in the flavor. Yeah, the only thing I want to change is the size of the bottle it comes in. I want a bigger bottle. Yeah, the, the twelve ounce <laughs> bottle. Did you get these as uh, singles or were they part of six packs? Please say six packs. Please say six packs. No, they ah. were they were singles. Okay, that's Wom- all right. Wom- so, you know, I said I didn't have any of these, yeah. but I mean, I have not been disappointed yet. I did have their uh, sour cherry porter was while it I was there. This like cherry? Uh no, it was a oh. it was a lot lighter, and it wasn't the beer itself wasn't okay. actually sour. Mm. It was aged on tart cherries oh okay okay but oh so sort of like the blue point uh um the cherry they do it's not yeah as as right right that. uh and that was only five percent alcohol so this is more than double the strength yeah um i'll tell you this one's gonna be this is a dangerous 12.7 oh, jesus because i mean we're again we're drinking out of tulip glasses and you know we've maybe got you know four ounce pours and it's tight, nice, but I want the whole thing full. And uh, this is I feel one, like I could drink it, and then uh, next thing you know, I'd just be like, I'd go one, two, floor, like that's <laughs> just just done, like right away. I uh, I have to say that this one, you know, sometimes we say, oh, you can't taste the alcohol. You one hundred percent taste the alcohol, but it's so freaking good that you just like, I don't care what happens. Here you go, call my lawyer. It's a sm- <laughs> it's a smooth. It's a smooth, pleasant alcohol. There's no alcohol burn. No, no. There's not a at little all. bit of the and the, even the warmth that you get sometimes from like bourbon barrel aging and stuff like that. It's not there. It's just a little bit. It's the be, 
beginning of warmth. Yeah, this is absolutely killer. This is a this yeah. is really tasty. Beer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rock the first rating and I'm gonna go growler. Um, I I, I kind I want to go keg, but I feel like it's uh it's a little uh little on the high side, and also I can see if I did have say one, two, or three of them wanting to move off, maybe get something else, and you know if it's been a really great night or a really bad night, maybe cap it off with another one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would want to drink one of these, maybe two of these, and then have something lighter to cut through the flavor and then come back to it at the end of the night. But just for sheer volume, I don't think I could do the growler or the keg. I don't think, not that it's not worth those. I think if we were rating on a star system where we were saying how good it is, I'd put it at four, four and a half stars. It'd be great. But for me, it's going to be a bomber. Two of these after a really bad week, like come home Friday night, have two of these, and sleep half of Saturday away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hear what you're saying, Kevin. Like if I was just writing this on stars, this is this is five stars. This is right. fantastic. But I could not drink a keg of this, so I'm going to side with Justin and call it a growler. Yeah, I I'm on the same page as you guys. I'm just going a slightly less volume. Yeah, but. I think we're all in agreement that this is a really pleasant beer. And, you know, at 12.7% compared to our last beer, it's, you know, borderline sessionable. <laughs> Don't we have a, a barley wine to deal with now? Yes, the yes. barley wine is You said be the a... last beer, though. The last beer we're going to drink. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, took, I took it to I, me oh, as the last beer that we drank I, I'm super, previously. Sorry, I'm super loopy. I mean our last beer. I was trying to make a really smooth segue and be, like, good at this podcasting shit, but obviously I'm not... It's all right. <laughs> yes. So the last beer that we have to drink is their Labyrinth, which is a 14% alcohol barley wine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Barley wine style ale. Do we have any idea? I mean, I know we don't, but do I doubt it. Do we have any idea when it was brewed? Because I'm curious. No. No? Because I'm wondering how old it is, mostly because everything I know about barley wines is you're supposed to essentially, you're supposed to age them. They're made to be like, yeah. have it sit for a, at least a year before you drink it. Yeah, you got to put that stuff away. Like the GGGG from uh, Bellport, and um, I forgot who they collabed that with. Oh, the, uh, yeah. G- yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I see One nothing on the bottle to indicate when it was actually filled. That's okay. I can tell you that the ingredients are water, barley, hops, and yeast. Yeah, I'm thinking that there's some crazy uh, uh, puritanic Pennsylvanian law where they have to have the ingredients on the side of it or something, because all of them obviously say that, because, uh, yeah, that's beer. Yeah. I'm wondering though if they were, on the cherry one, if you were able to get a bottle of the cherry one, would they have to list cherries? And not if they have to, would they list cherries? Fruit. <laughs> or just would it just say like fruit? <laughs> fruit. I, don't, I do. I do not know. And the cool part is they waxed the barley wine cap to go like full barley wine on it. Yeah, and I don't know they. Uh, whoever was dipping, I don't know. Maybe it was their first time. <laughs> it looked like it was a Rastafarian. Uh, yeah, dip there. with the the number of like just dangling <laughs> yeah, beads of wax. How, how did that happen? Too it was, like, it was like flayed out. Like how could it have dripped that far? <laughs> I guess it must have just dripped over a long period of time. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But and it also looks like it was dipped at least three times. Which <laughs> oh, is it made, does. Yeah. Maybe part of the reason why it got like a little wonky. Yeah, it's a little weird. Check our uh, our Instagram after we're done recording. We'll throw up a picture of the uh, the top of the cap so you can see what we're talking about. So, so I'm gonna flip the lid around for you guys so you don't end up like me and have 
like 36 ice, pounds of ice in there. Have ice cubes in your in your beverage. My bad. I feel like the uh, the soccer mom with the, <laughs> with yeah. the ice cubes in, push, ice cubes in her. Uh, where are my cut oranges? Where are my orange cubes, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> orange cubes, orange quarters. I meant to say orange wedges. Yeah. Yeah, we're pros now. We uh, we're rinsing out glasses and everything. There's a there's a actually ice in our uh, in our um, water here. It's tremendous. There's always ice in the water. It's true. Really? We're not savages, man. All right. Let me let me pour some barley wine. Like right. I, I'm gonna go chew on your ice so I can pour you some barley okay, wine, Kevin. But I'm doing it in the microphone for you. No, <laughs> please don't do that. For, I'm doing that for all of us. I'm saying please don't do that. Oh my God, he's like deep throating the ice. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> tried to hold it together. He's trying to hold it together. Um, I'll be back in just a second. I'm going to go ditch the ice cubes. Okay, we'll uh, we'll we'll hold down the fort here. Okay. All right, all right, Mark. What do you what do you got here? Color wise, looks like a copper to me. Oh, let let's pull up the chart. Yes, for those at home, if you want to uh, play along, you can download the uh, BJCP 2015 app, and they have. I'm sure there are others. That's the one we use. And it has the uh, color chart in it. Mark is uh, scientifically holding it up at the proper angle. I would say this is solidly copper. Oh, man. I'm getting good at this shit. And it smells like heat. It smells... <laughs> it does It does smell very boozy. <laughs> it smells like we're going to die. All right. It is significantly lighter in color from the uh, Ivan that we just had. Oh, yeah. You can see through this one. I can see the bottom of the stem and everything in the, in the glass. And um, I, I will say this. In the last two beers, and I don't, I don't remember the first one, there was not no real real head going on. I mean, good lacing on all of them, but no, no real head to speak of. Yeah, I mean... They were gentle pours, too, though. They, yeah, they were gentle pours. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin just got a whiff of it. It's pretty much like rocket fuel, rocket fuel malt liquor. Damn! Damn. <laughs> For those of you who haven't heard that before, go check out uh, News Radio because yeah. there's a minus new. Well, I'm pretty sure that's we, at we least, we at that least the second time. Yeah, the very important thing in my life. If you get stuck on the uh, the Penn Turnpike, you can use this shit to like <laughs> get yourself to the next station. Oh Damn. my god, dude! Oh god! Strap it on the neck of a uh, Saint Bernard. <laughs> Might as well. Man, but even just looking at it, you can oh. see that it's got almost that kind of alcohol, like it's swirl. like an oil slick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oily God on the damn, cover. that is smooth. It is freaking great. And it looks like cognac. It really does. Dude, taste it. It tastes just like cognac. This is great. You want to talk about getting absolutely blitzed and feeling like super classy about it? This is it. Wow. <laughs> it is. It is really. It is really smooth. You're right. Like it. The warmth in the front is really strong. Like to me, like especially in the in this glass, it really hit me in the nose as I was waiting for the liquid to get to my mouth. You're right. Yeah. I get I get like a little tingle in my nose. I was like, oh. I was like, wow, this is gonna be really. Sh-. I almost was, uh, you know, had that tension like, oh man, like this is gonna be harsh. <laughs> and but once it once it hits your lips, it just tastes so good. <laughs> it, it's so smooth and it's almost like. Um, Almost like mead like, like that honey sweetness. Yeah. Like that yeah. sweetness when it finishes. I like it. It tells you, though, I mean, obviously, barley wines, the tulip glasses are the quote unquote appropriate glass. And I imagine this is why, precisely for yeah. that reason. Um, I almost 
want to let that dissipate a little more just because it's it's strong. I don't know that it will. <laughs> I don't think it will. <laughs> Maybe yeah. if I was just drinking it out of a saucer. I think it, yeah, I think it lives. I, I, I think it lives. That's really funny. I got a picture of you like lapping it up like a cat. <laughs> um, This is, uh, you know, for as, as quote unquote harsh as it is, because it's not harsh. It's it, it, as scary, I guess, as it is to smell. It, it doesn't transfer. I mean, you get that nice warmth, but these are all things you're supposed to be getting. And, of course, you know, me with the uh, fridge in my basement, I'm like, man, if we had another bottle of this, I would totally, like, let it sit and, you know, take notes on it now and in a year see what happens. Yeah, this one, I think, I mean, I probably could ask my brother to go back and pick up some more bottles. Um, If he could buy all of the bottles, that would <laughs> I don't, be cool. I don't, think we, I don't think we need all the bottles, but definitely, like, a dozen or so. Yeah, this is. I mean, um, I, I want to like if I if I didn't have to travel like across the Pennsylvania Turnpike, I would go to this place through the entire length of the state of Pennsylvania. If I didn't need to go and like hear dually banjos for six and a half hours, I probably would. Uh, actually, longer than that, isn't it? Six and a half hours, probably like eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's at least eight. Yeah, it's past the point Unle- where unless you leave. You should drive unless you leave at uh, you know. 11 p.m. here. 6.30 p.m. And, yeah. and drive <laughs> just through hit, the night. Hit the pedal and don't even stop for kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop for creatures of yeah. <laughs> any shape or size. Oh, um, man. That is, uh, that's is—that's great. Yeah, so, this, this is really good. You, oh. you can top it off if you want. We kill, no, we killed it. Yeah. Funny, know, funny, funny story, you know. Yeah, there's there's a splash left. I did not go for a big one. I Yeah, I, I, I saw Kevin gave it. himself I, a short pour. I, I was uh, fear. I was fearsome. Fear, feared. So you were scared. I was a scared. There was a feared in me. All right. So now that Save we're me. now Save that we're up <laughs> properly, pro- as good and proper fucked up, uh, what are we gonna rate this? What do you got there, uh, Mark? It's a growler. Yeah. Definitely. How again, sick is it? How sick is again, it? Again, this would be five stars if I was rating it on a scale of one to five. But I'm rating how much I can drink at one time, and a growler is certainly the maximum there listen to me a growler this a gr- wait a growler this is definitely uh more powerful than four of your blitzens right yes no no what was the no bl- blitzen was 15.8 holy shit you drank four of those oh my god <laughs> jesus christ um so yes a growl I, I can't believe we're rating number one ball I, if if i'm remembering correctly you know we're you know a few episodes in here you know we're past our past a year Barley wines were one of the things that you, I know you weren't like super into, especially when we first started drinking them. Then we, we drank 42 from... That's mostly because I don't think I had any good ones, because I think the only one that I had had was Old Howling Bastard from Blue Point, and I mean, I haven't had that in a while. I haven't, I don't know I I've may ever have had become more educated at this point and may enjoy it more, but yeah. I, the last time I had that, I don't remember enjoying it. Because I know we dug forty two from uh, Mustache, which I'm hoping uh, that should come out. I mean, that's a yearly, come out again. yearly yeah. release for them. Yeah, as that far was as a, I know. and that we had that back around Christmas time. Well, so. That was in our New Year's episode, yeah. So yeah. it was right around that area. So um, I mean, hopefully that's coming up soon. But um, you know, a growler for a fourteen percent beer. That's a and a barley wine in particular. That's a for us. It's a pretty pretty big rating. And I'm gonna I'm gonna back it up. I'm gonna say growler as well. It's fantastic. I'm well. I'm gonna be the wuss out of this group and not again. Not because it's not just good. call it a growler, and you can put the rest of it in some pancakes. Oh That's my god, dude! Are we gonna get fucked up eating the pancakes too? I think if you would, put you serve your daughter th- those pancakes. Yes, I would. 
Oh, that's only because you wanted to take a nap. <laughs> what are these? These are nappy cakes. <laughs> They're delicious. Eat them. <laughs> Unconscious. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse just drones on for I hours. I told you that. She's like literally stuck her tongue in the neck of a beer bottle that I've had and been like, mmm, delicious. <laughs> oh, really? That's yes. funny. This malt is fantastic. Um, I'm going to go with the... Um, with the bomber on this and be crunked. Yeah, seriously. Like, absolutely on the floor crunked. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a perfect world, I'd be going the 32-ounce growler, but I'm not going to do that to myself because even right now, I definitely can't copy and paste that even if it existed. Nope. It's not there. It's not there. Um, I got to say, I was... I was really pleasantly surprised by all three of these beers. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I had, I had the... Uh, pint of their sour cherry porter and it was really good and then i had a taste of whatever my brother had i don't remember what it was but you know they were good beers and there was a you know a seemed like a regular bunch sitting at the bar right in addition to the tables that they had and you know cody you're doing a great job keep it up cheers cody man thank you so much for these fantastic beers so the other thing that i want to talk about that uh, I didn't touch on yet is so in the in the front of the place is the parking lot. You go in, you have uh, a U-shaped bar, and then they have okay, uh, I don't know, maybe a dozen tables or so. Okay, not bad. And then they have a whole like outdoor space out back where okay. they have a really nice patio, like this gigantic fire pit. Ooh, that's cool. And they also have a uh, stones throwing association like court which i had never heard of this before stones throwing yeah and it's like bocce yes it is like bocce except it's bocce meets mini golf where the court instead of just being like i'm confused instead of just being like a grass field okay there's obstacles and shit so it's bocce with obstacles yes okay apparently apparently southern tier is like really big on this too and like the grand championships are held there like it, every year. Then it must be like a Pennsylvania Dutch thing. Like, Wait, so I, I apologize. So it's I, I'm a little confused. It is mini golf. No, it's it's bocce. Oh, okay, so you're rolling the ball. I'm sorry, but there's obstacles. Okay, that no, you're like, like a fucking clown head. So it's a, yeah, yeah do I, or do I have like to get it through the windmill. Like hit, possibly. I mean, it's whatever the hell you want. It's so, not. It's so not that's defined. My que- so that's going to be my next question. Is it that there are obstacles that are permanent and part of the structure or do you place the obstacles in a strategic no the, the obstacles are like part fixtures of, in the landscape okay so they're like your so you got you definitely got a home field advantage then because if you know how to bounce it off the rock and uh, you know on yes. end number two yes. then like you're good and the ball is, is a bocce ball like same size and weight yeah i believe so oh my god could you imagine like hitting something and having it bounce off and like come back at you yeah that wouldn't be good <laughs> Especially after having but one of these fourteen percent barley ones, they don't play on like the uh, the oyster shells, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, from what investigation I have done, yeah, it's usually on grass. Okay, that's pretty cool. I, I after hearing that, it's I think it'd be worth the drive. I think this would be a cool, uh, cool trip. And I didn't even realize this when we were there because we didn't actually go out back. I just looked out the window. I was like, right. wow, that looks really cool out there. But. Uh, yeah, this is something that I stumbled on when I was doing research on the brewery. Okay. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then I started looking. And I was like, oh. Well, 
If All anyone's right. ever played this before, what is it called again? Stones throwing. If anyone's played the stones throwing, and not like throwing them at siblings, like actual rocks, but you know, played this yard game, please let us know about it. Send us a line. Send us an email. Justin Google's it. Tell There's us that. Th- tell us. Tell us what this is, and if this is a, a thing that you've done. There are people out there just like me, because there's a whole association for this. Of course. There's it's called stonesthrowing.com. Okay. Oh, my God. There is there's a, no, there's a rooster. Just th- to get the info about it out? There's a rooster that uh, it's got some, some bocce balls around it. That's their logo. Okay. There's a place called Brewer's Hollow, apparently. Okay. I, that's what uh where is it oh news and highlight oh, wow this is crazy i think this is a game you are 100 percent supposed to play while you're drunk i have no doubts of that there's a league called the brewers hollow league that's amazing this is so cool they have a league 2017 <sighs> year of the rooster oh my god the pictures are so cool all right guys we're getting official we're getting better oh, official shirts yes and we're pl- and we're going we're ma- <laughs> i'm not <laughs> kidding we from- should we should probably make a trip out to this. this is really cool i'll put a link to uh to this site and maybe a wikipedia page or something in the uh in the show notes i can see me oh my god there's a guy playing in snow um <laughs> <laughs> i could see me putting uh putting uh Wait one of these couple of these in my backyard listen you've got plenty of space once you decide that we want to start lining up a bocce court a stone throw court it's a couple horseshoe, a horseshoe pit. Like we can just stack all these up, so you have like eight, you got you got pretty oh, good deep. space. Your yard has the depth. Oh yeah, we can go like we can go like a good eight games across. We can do we can do this. We can do this. It can be so. All right. Well, so now that we've got another impossible project. Yes. Um, guys, any other last thoughts on uh, the crooked tongue? Yes, I have one, and that is. Uh, Again, we're going to provide this picture in the show notes for those of you listening. But unless you guys can figure this out, I took a picture of this. I have no idea what the hell it means. I have not seen this picture, so show it's me. It's a guy doing a backflip into a mug of beer, and I don't know what it is. I saw this when you when you put it into the, uh, the photo album that it, we share. It's, it says a double, and then there's... Below that is a guy doing a backflip, and then it says end, and then below that is a mug of beer. Okay, I know what we're going to do with this. A double... Because we're never going to fucking figure this out. Actually, Kevin might. Kevin's good at these things. I'm not going to figure out, but what I am going to do is we're going to put we're going to put this picture on our Instagram, and I want people to, co- to caption it. Don't worry about what it actually means. Just write the funniest thing you possibly can. And uh, we'll find something interesting to give to the person, to some people that we uh, we think gave us the double best uh, responses. I, I have double no idea. Double back and mug, a double back and beer. Yeah, I don't know. Double back flip and. I think I, I think at this I think at this point with the listeners not not seeing the picture that we were kind yeah, of yeah it's not going to make sense to yeah you, but please take a look at the picture on our Instagram and tell it help us solve this riddle along those same lines if you listen to us on itunes please for the love of all that is holy if you even remotely like this and if you're still listening and you don't like this what's wrong with you um (laughs) like you should have shut it off a long time ago if you didn't like it but uh give us a rating what kind of masochist are you (laughs) seriously uh give us a rating and um anywhere else you can rate us and if you can just drop us an email and say hi i listen you know or you know justin you sound like a dying walrus whatever you want to send us send something it's nice to get email from people. We uh, met up with our buddy Jack again. We got some beer from him. So we're going to do another another Jack podcast. 
Thank and, you, Jack. Uh, we would like to find some more Jacks. I, I, I think Jack will attest. If you buy us beer, one of us will meet up with you, potentially me, and I will we'll buy you beer. We will have some drinks. It'll be a good time. Certainly. I mean, and again, thank you, Jack. And if anybody else wants to give us beer to drink, we're more than welcome to that idea. You know, hit us up on any of the social meds, uh, send us an email, and we'll organize some meetup somewhere, and beer will be exchanged, and everybody will have a good time, and we'll certainly thank you when we record that episode. Indeed. Indeed. Well, gentlemen, I think this is one of the uh, one of the best trios of beer we've had thus far. Yeah. Um, I also, well, like, no. more. The, the last... Last year's New Year's episode was probably the three strongest beers that we drank at one time. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. But I agree. Thank God that was a This my is house. a close second. Yeah, it is. We got seven, twelve point seven, and fourteen. So yeah. It's pretty messed up. Good times. Absolutely. Well, cheers everyone. Let's cheers. go eat some fucking meatballs. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.